Hello and welcome to C3 Newcastle City Podcast. It is our honour to host you and trust you will enjoy this message as much as we did. For more information about C3 Newcastle City or to connect with us, visit our website, www.c3nc.com. You're looking for something good tonight? Good. I just hope Jesus turns up because otherwise you're going to be disappointed. Amen. Well, he says we're at two or three are gathered, there am I in the midst, so he's here in this place. Thanks, uh, band, for a great time of worship. Um, so have I got a time clock there? Beautiful. Okay. I've already used two seconds. Um, I just want to take a bit of time to uh, um, make sure you pray for your pastors. Amen. For Ryan and Erica. It's uh, Sometimes it can appear a thankless job. All right. Uh, it isn't really, but it can appear that way. Uh, particularly when you take the hits. And so I just want to encourage you to make sure you pray for them, honor them, love them, because they're phenomenal people, right? And uh, they're doing a phenomenal job. So I just want to talk for a few moments about this ethereal thing for many of us that we call the anointing, right? And uh, it seems ethereal, but the thing is this, is that all of us need it, crave it, or want it. All right, and so I just want to, sorry, mate, I'll just put you here, stand in my way. Um, and uh, the significant thing about this is, uh, did you have these business anointing services here? Do you do that here? They call them bass services, all right, just for the sake of it, you know, like it's a bit whatever. And anyway, uh, what we do is, is people come and they get prayed for, and, and I'm all for it, uh, as long as we understand the significance of it and what it actually does. Uh, but none of us here really function that well in life unless there is an anointing upon us. And so I just want to talk a little bit about that tonight so that we make sure that we engage ourselves with it. Now, I loved what Naomi was saying before about putting on, you know, the weapons of warfare. But there's another scripture that tells us concerning clothing ourselves in the Spirit, all right? And so really what we're doing is we're, we're pulling an anointing over us and this is probably more connected with some of the uh, four elements that you've been dealing with over this past month, you know, with, uh, you know, um, prayer and the word, service, etc. Uh, and so this is really connected with uh, your and my connection in terms of prayer. So I just want, if you've got your Bibles, I want you to just turn quickly. I won't give you a lot of Scripture, but I will give you a lot of Scripture. All right, so I'll just, all right, this comes out of Luke chapter 4, verses 18 and 19, because it's very important that we understand that this is what Jesus did. And oftentimes we're trying to do stuff, but we're not trying to do it the way that he did it. All right? This is what he said. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. All right? Now, Jesus never started his ministry, until he received that anointing that you and I read about in the context of him uh, being baptized in water, then being led by the Spirit out into the wilderness, going through the temptation. And then it records that he came back in the power of the Spirit. Right, that's how he came back. He was led out by the Spirit, came back in the power of the Spirit. And then he stands in the synagogue, opens the book of Isaiah, or the scroll as you and I will understand it. And he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. And sometimes what we 
seek to accomplish, we're trying to accomplish in our own capacity or ability, right? And because the thing is sometimes we don't fully understand what the anointing means. Now, I love that we were here worshiping tonight because you begin to engage with the presence of God, with the Spirit of God, right? And if it took Jesus to be anointed to bring good news to the poor, you know, I think that God intends for us to literally dwell in that without it being something that this ethereal thing that we're trying to access, but understanding the simplicity of putting ourselves in a place where His Spirit can flow into and over our lives and out through us to others. Now, if it took Jesus to be anointed to bring good news to the poor, in other words, what we're talking about is just conveying the gospel. That's the good news, isn't it? You and I have received it. If you're here tonight and you haven't received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, good news. He's done it all for you. Amen. He loves you unconditionally, wants to come into your world, wants to assist you in breaking out of the things that are self-destructive or the things that have robbed you so that you might find life itself, right, in Jesus Christ. So here's the thing with the anointing, right? There are a number of things that transpire with it. And we read through the Old Testament. I'm just going to give you a, a number of things. So the anointing was about consecration. That is the setting apart of someone for a special purpose, right? The other thing is this. It was about uh, appointment, that is, you've been, you know, appointed to a particular position, right? And he's empowering you to outwork it. And now, it wasn't just true in the Old Testament. It's true for you and I today. If you're appointed to some sort of area of responsibility within the life of the church or even outside of the life of the church, you know, I think that if you listen to Pastor Phil and he starts talking about the anointing, he talks about it in the context of you being anointed in your vocation because you've been gifted. Let me read this scripture to you because this is a great one, right? This is about just the building of the tabernacle, right? And this is, this is uh, two scriptures uh, in Exodus chapter 31, verses 2 and 3. This is uh, what is being spoken. It says, look, I have this is God speaking. I have specifically chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, grandson of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, I have filled him with the Spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in all kinds of crafts. Now, that's not ministering the gospel. That's not moving in the Spirit and casting out demons. This is about him being able to work various metals and draft things and build all these unique uh, aspects of furniture for the tabernacle. And all these aspects of furniture were conveying something of a spiritual truth that people could visibly see, right? And so he uniquely anointed them and gifted them. And you may have a vocation in some area of life, whether it's an architect, whether it's in the medical profession, whether you're a lawyer, whether you're a builder, whether you're just working in some other avenue of life that you may not see as being super significant. But I want to tell you that if the anointing of God gets on you, something supernatural can happen through it. Amen? It can elevate you into places of influence and promotion that you never thought possible through the anointing. Right? And that's where you and I not only have it placed over us, but you and I pull it over us. And that's the whole thing of worship, right, is where deliberately 
reaching out to God, pulling something over our lives. It seems ethereal, but it manifests in a very tangible way in us because it empowers us. Jesus never went to preach without the anointing, right? And I kind of figure if we want to be effective in this life, it's us recognizing I need to spend time with God. I need that anointing over my life. Okay, then verse, uh, let me go on to verse 6 of that same chapter. It says this, God's still speaking. I have personally appointed Ahilab, son of Ahisamach, of the tribe of Dan, to be his assistant. Moreover, I have given special skill to all the gifted craftsmen so they can make all the things I have commanded them to make. Right? An anointing that empowers us in the various giftings, callings, vocations, abilities that you and I have. So it goes beyond our own human limitation and capacity. God wants to help us. And that may be relevant to someone here today in your particular vocation, that God wants to assist you going beyond what you could normally go beyond. It goes on with the anointing. It's there to empower us. All right? You know that uh, in Acts chapter 10, 38 says, and you know that God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Then Jesus went around doing good and healing all who are oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Right? He came to empower us. He came to endow us, and he came to endorse us. With the anointing, you know, that word literally means, because if you look up in the Hebrew or whatever, it just means to smear with oil or to rub on. But literally means to enable so God came to enable us, equip us, and empower us. Amen? And that's what He wants to do. He wants you and I to be able to pull that anointing over us. Now in Luke 24, it says this. He said to them, uh, verse 49, says, He speaks to the disciples, says, Do not leave Jerusalem until you are endowed with power from on high. Right? The promise that the Father has made. And, you know, we talk about the baptism of the Spirit. We talk about the presence of the Spirit. We talk about all of these different aspects. We use all these different words. What, what they literally mean is that we move under His anointing. And when we get in the presence of God like we did tonight, we are literally allowing the Spirit of God to wash over us to immerse us. And one of the things that I would love for us to happen tonight is that there would be a deposit of His Spirit imparted upon us tonight. Now, you may not feel any different, but I want to tell you it makes a massive difference because it's not about how we feel. It's about what's on us and what it does for others. You may feel nothing. You may just say, well, I'm just being me, you know, and but you are, you know, you're walking down the street, you give someone a smile or you uh, stop to help somebody, right? And, and for you, it just feels normal. But for them, there's an impartation that's flowed through you to them, right? Because you do not know what's been uh, imparted from you. Jesus is in the midst of a crowd. This is what happens. He's in the midst of a crowd. A woman who's had an issue of blood for 12 years cannot get healing squeezes through this crowd, touches the hem of his robe, right? 
and power flows out of it and transforms and changes her life. Jesus said, who touched me? The disciples actually make this statement. He says, what do you mean, who touched you? There's, there's so many people crowding around you, touching you, but it's one person, and there may be many that touched him, but only one person touched him in a way that drew the power of God out of him and into her life. Right? And we might connect with a lot of people, but there may be one person that is connected with us in such a way that they know something supernatural has been imparted to them. Now, it may not be to the same dimension that we read in the Scriptures, but it may be in this dimension, that someone felt that they had worth. Why? Because you just happened to smile at them. You imparted something. The life of Christ. Amen? In Acts chapter 1, verse 4, it says, Do not leave Jerusalem. Jesus speaking to the disciples, Do not leave Jerusalem. Until the Father sends you the gift He promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Right? If that was important for the disciples then, is it not equally important for you and I today to ensure that we're filled with His Spirit? We're filled with His Spirit. In Jude 20, it says this, Pray in the Holy Ghost in terms of building up your most holy faith. Pray in the Spirit to build up your most holy faith. Now, you've done this whole thing on prayer. And sometimes we neglect that as Pentecostals, you know, it's just, uh, it's just an add-on, you know. But I want to tell you that when we begin to speak in the Spirit, when we begin to engage with it, when you and I begin to deliberately just begin to speak, you may not feel anything, but you and I are deliberately doing something it begins to turn on the flow of heaven. Now, Jesus said this. He says, uh, when, when they were filled, you know, he actually spoke. He says, from out of your innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But he also was speaking of the fact that it would flow over us as well, so that we would be completely and totally immersed. You know, we have a key that switches that on. It's about us engaging with God in such a way that the flow of His Spirit begins to move upon us. We become empowered. Right? And we cannot neglect that, nor can we minimize it. We cannot minimize it as a, a, you know, a Pentecostal oddity or just a unique cultural thing that we do. No, no. It is what the church was birthing, friends. It's what is accessible to you and I today. We want to change this world. It comes because you and I are empowered by the Spirit. It isn't a one-off event. It wasn't that one day you and I went forward, someone prayed for us, we began to speak in the Holy Ghost, and that was it. No, no. In uh, Ephesians 5, verse 18, it says, continue to be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to one another in hymns and psalms. Right? So the thing is this, that you and I, I don't know if you realize this, that, that we have a tendency to lose that. We leak, as it were, that anointing, it, it flows out. We get under trial or struggles or things like that. And we find it dissipates from us. And so we need to deliberately put ourselves in an environment, as you have tonight, where there's this incredible atmosphere of worship that we begin to stir it inside of us. We begin to bask it. And sometimes just being in the company of others helps, uh, gives us a leg up, right? Because we're not feeling like it. We've turned up at church. Things aren't going so well. We feel the we feel as though, you know, we've run out of puff, but we get into this atmosphere and begin to worship together. And we find that someone gives us a leg up. We just get inspired. We begin to worship. We just find hope 
and power and strength that flows over our lives. Now it says, <clears throat> pardon me, in Acts chapter 1, this is what they are doing. It says, verse 14, they all met together, were constantly united in prayer, along with Mary, the mother of Jesus, and several other women, and the brothers of Jesus. They were united in prayer. And I'm going to tell you that our ability as individuals to gather together, to unite around a common cause, to unite around Christ, to unite around a vision, to unite around His Word, to, to unite in terms of what we're seeking to accomplish, all those things, you know, bring about an atmosphere or an environment that allows God to move. If we go on and we come to uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 1, it says, Then on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were, in, uh, were meeting together in one place. Uh, there's another version that says, All the believers were together of one accord, right, in the one place. In other words, we're on the same page. We've got the same heart. We're united. Then, then, suddenly, there was the sound of a, uh, from heaven of a mighty roaring windstorm that filled the house where they were sitting. Then they looked, or what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability as the Holy Spirit gave them the ability. He's here to enable us, to equip us, to empower us. That's what the anointing is all about. And it's coupled with our capacity to reach out to Him in a state of prayer, in a state of unity, with the view of being empowered by Him, being under His anointing, that we might accomplish what He has called us to accomplish. Amen? Without it, we're just a group of people having a meeting and just dreaming about something. With it, we became a powerful force to affect transformation and change in our environment, in our community, over those that we're associated with in a work environment, whatever the case might be, but we become empowered people. And if the church then was told not to go out until they received that because on that particular day when they were empowered, when Peter who had experienced a, a rather negative, uh, a, a, you know, sort of outcome concerning his ability to confess Christ in a stressful moment and denied him, which I would consider many of us have had occasions like that from time to time, on that man, he stands up and he begins to declare, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that. 3,000 people born again. Church birth. How? By the anointing of the Spirit. Church birth by the anointing of the Spirit. Church birth by the anointing of the Spirit. And I think that sometimes we can sort of think of that, oh, well, that's just a Pentecostal oddity. No, no. It's about God empowering us. It's about us recognizing the significance and the importance of us basking and dwelling under that anointing and moving in it. You don't have to feel it because it's not about how you feel. It's about you and I, by faith, putting ourselves in an environment where it can flow over our lives. And what I'd like to do tonight, i like to pray for people. If you're here tonight and you just sort of feel like, I just feel Eric like, I don't have that sort of 
sense on me. I just want to pray for you. I'm not saying anything grand is going to happen or anything like that. But this is a faith thing, isn't it? This is about you and I. Just putting ourselves out there in a place. You don't have to come out. It's all good, right? You can do it right where you sit there because you don't need me, right? It's just you and God. But if you would like someone to just pray for you because you're in a particular circumstance or situation where you just feel, I need that anointing of the Spirit over my life. I'd love just to lay hands on you and believe for an impartation of His Spirit on you. You know, I look at you and I just get the sense that, that God's hand is on you more than you really know. All right? And I feel that what He's going to do, He's going to lift you right, beyond what you see yourself as, even beyond what you think other people see you as. Right? There's a thought in your mind that I'm just this and, and people just see me like that. God's going to change the way you see yourself. You're going to start to see yourself the way that God sees you. And I want to tell you that tonight He believes in you far more than you believe in yourself. All right? And He's for you. He's really for you. Okay? And you're not here by accident. You know that. God called you here. Right? And He called you into His kingdom. And I want to tell you that as that begins to unfold over your life, it's going to shift everything about you. You're going to find yourself... You know, with, with that self-belief, you know, I'm not talking about arrogance or narcissism or anything. I'm just talking about believing in what God believes about us. With that self-belief, you're going to find a greater degree of boldness flow over your life. And you're going to begin to discover gifts that you never thought you had. They've been wishful thinking up to this point in time, but there's more in you than meets the eye. And there's more in you than you know. God's going to do it. Amen. Is that all right? Good. That'll be twenty dollars. Just kidding. Just kidding. What's your name? Chris. Chris. Awesome. Amen. So, could I have every head bowed in prayer right now? Could I have the musicians, if you'd like to come quickly? If you're here tonight and you have never invited Jesus Christ into your life, I want to give you this opportunity that you can actually invite Him into your world, because the whole existence of the Christian church is for reaching people who can find no real purpose in their life, who are looking for a solution and an answer, who have found a void or an emptiness in their world and cannot fill it with anything that satisfies. The only person who can satisfy the quest of the human heart is Jesus Christ and a relationship with Him. And if that's you, I want to tell you tonight, you're amongst friends. You're amongst people who care about you because we've all been in that place. And so tonight, I want to give you that opportunity. As a matter of fact, I want to tell you that this meeting exists primarily for you. Primarily for you. And so if you've never received Jesus Christ, you've never prayed a prayer like this, Jesus, I'm asking you to forgive me for the sin and the wrong things I've done in my life. I'm asking you to wash all that bad stuff away. And I would love for you to come into my life and turn it around. If you've never prayed a prayer like that, I would like to do that tonight. I just want you to just simply slip up your hand. I'll acknowledge it and you can put it down. Is there anyone in that category just 
Was there anyone here today? You once walked with God and for whatever reason you've been away from Him, but today you find yourself in the house of God. And you know, I need to come back to Him. I need to recommit my life afresh. If that's you, that's you. Just slip your hand up. I'd love to pray with you. So that you can make that reconnection and come back because God's always looking for the return of those who slipped away. It's His heartbeat. It's the Father looking for the return of His children found themselves estranged from Him. Holy Spirit. Amen. Holy Ghost. So while I was speaking tonight, just talking about this thing called the anointing, and you would love for me to just, Eric, can you just pray for me? Can you just pray for me? I'd love to be able to do that. You just feel that there's this dimension of the anointing, this power of the Spirit missing off your life. I'd love to pray for you. So if that's you, without any further ado, just, just all you need to do is just stand up, stand out front here. Just come and stand out here. So I'd love to pray with you. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. We're just going to believe for that impartation. For you it may be strength. For you it may be, you know, wisdom. Because that anointing brings all these elements, all these dimensions into our life. So we can't do this without Him. I can't do it without Him. And we're just looking for God to, to place something over our world. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Right there, God. Lord, I just thank you for the power of your Spirit just flowing right now. And I just thank you. Lord, I just pray for an impartation of your Spirit flowing right now in Jesus' name. Jesus name, Jesus name, Jesus name. You know, I just sense God just He's gonna show you something that He wants you to throw off. It's almost like a, it's a blanket that comes, you know. And it's almost a, it just covers you at times. He's just gonna show you what that is. And you're just gonna throw it off. You're just gonna find it. A whole new dimension of God's gonna fill your life right there, God. The power of the Spirit just fall away. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, let the power of your Spirit just begin to flow through us right now in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Now God's going to show you places where you can drink off His Spirit. He's going to find you things that resonate in your Spirit that really connect with you. Holy Ghost, touch me right now. Let there be an impartation. Holy Ghost, Lord, let the power of your Spirit come right now. Just thank you for the impartation right now. Holy Ghost, that anointing flowing right now. God's going to give you direction. God's going to show you exactly what you need to do. I just have this word direction. God's going to give you direction. Holy Ghost. Father, just thank you for that anointing flowing right now. Lord, I just thank you for the supernatural impartation. Holy Ghost, thank you, God. Right there. I just sense this word atmosphere over your life. Atmosphere. And God's going to show you, just cultivate an atmosphere. And cultivate an atmosphere. When you walk into it, you're just going to find yourself. You're creating an atmosphere. You're going to know how to build it. And when you step into it, that touch of God's going to flow over you. Right now, Father, just thank you for your touch on Peter right now. The power of God just flow over you. The touch of heaven come. Strength, equipping. 
right now unto God. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, breathe right now, right now. Touch of heaven just came. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, breathe. I just feel God saying to you, just create that situation, create that place. I just see you building a place, building a place, building a place. You know, building a place. It's like you building an altar. When you get there, the connection is just there because you've built it. Holy Ghost. Father, just thank you for that supernatural anointing that's flowing right now. Touch of heaven came. Father, that's it, God. Yeah. just feel God just saying to you, just, you just relax. And the scripture in Psalm 46, verse 10 says, cease striving, let go, relax, and know that I'm God. And I just believe God wants to bring you to a place where, where you just find yourself just resting, just conscious, just creating in your mind this sensing of His presence, just sensing of His presence just, you know, not trying to break through, not trying to get there, just you resting and becoming conscious of His presence. And you're going to find that that is just going to begin to fill you. Holy Ghost, thank you, Lord. Father, just thank you for your touch. That anointing flowing right now in Jesus' name. Lord, the power of God just come. Touch Him right now, Lord. And I just feel God saying to you, stir up the gift that's within you. Stir it up. Stir it up. Don't be passive. Just stir it up so that you begin to stir up what God has already imparted into you. You're going to find that God's touch is going to begin to explode over your life. Holy Ghost. Father, just thank you for that anointing that's flowing right now. And just touch it. Lord, as she just basks in your presence. Lord, you know, I see you uh, just sitting with the Word of God and just uh, reading it, meditating on it. And as you do that, you're going to find an impartation of God flow over your life. There's a place for you, just you just being in the Word and meditating upon it, and God just imparting His touch into your life. Holy Ghost, Father, right now, the power of God, let your breath just flow over His life right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Jesus name. You know, for you, I just feel God saying, just keep putting yourself in that place, wherever that anointing is wherever that presence is, whether it's a time of worship in church, whether it's in a connect group, whatever it is, wherever you get the opportunity to put yourself in a place where the presence of God is, you're going to find that you're going to gain an awareness and a consciousness of His Spirit greater than you have at this point in time. And as you gain that awareness and consciousness, you're going to find that you're just going to be drawn to that place. You're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Father, I just pray for this couple right now that the power of God come upon them as a family.
just thank you for that supernatural anointing. We're filling them individually, corporately, as a household. Let that anointing fill their home. You know, I just, uh, you, I just feel God saying you just keep building that atmosphere in your home with uh, music and all these different things that you're able to establish an atmosphere in your house. Right? And you're going to find that it will wash over you as individuals. You'll wash over your lives. Thank you, God. Holy Ghost, Father, touch your spirit, come right now and just breathe on this Lord. I thank you right now, Lord God. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. You know, I feel God saying to you, don't look at yourself in a negative way. Don't look at yourself in a negative way. When you get in His presence, begin to see yourself as someone that God loves God called, God empowered, right? Because I just see that you get inundated with thoughts that come and they attack your ability to sense the presence of God because you seem to focus on your lack or your perception of what you think interests God. But I want to tell you right now, God's interested in you. God's interested in you. Father, I just pray for the anointing of your spirit to flow here. And I pray for a complete and total shift. Lord God, in the way that she would see herself. In Jesus' name. Lord, give her the power to break those thoughts that come. In Jesus' name. Fill her, Lord. Fill her afresh. Give her new strength. Let her see herself as you see her. In Jesus' name. Holy Ghost. Keep up, 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 up. Holy Ghost, Lord, let the anointing just come and touch this young man. Breathe over. You know, you're not here by accident. God called you, drew you, right? And as you just continue to just get yourself into the presence of God, you're going to see far more clearly, you know, what God has in store for you. Holy Ghost, thank you, God. Lord, I just thank you for your anointing flowing over the young man. Thank you, Lord God, for the giftings and the abilities touch of heaven that's upon you. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you're given a wisdom and insight to see where the battle lies. And I, not only me, I just see God giving you a greater level of authority. I mean, it started with you and you were speaking it tonight. Just those thoughts that will come and try and attack you. You know, they're lies. You know that. I know that. But I want to tell you that in the midst of that, what God is doing is building in you a level of anointing and authority standing against the powers of darkness and belief in the call of God in your life. Lord, I just thank you for that supernatural touch just coming right now. Thank you, Lord, that you're the one who calls us. You're the one who appoints us. You're the one who sets us apart, and you're the one that empowers us. And thank you, Lord God, for that supernatural revelation filling her heart, her mind, her emotions, her will, in every possible way. Lord, that she just finds a whole, I just see you finding a whole new foundation that you're going to stand upon. It doesn't mean that you're going to be exempt from attacks, but it does mean that you're going to find a whole new foundation that you're going to stand upon, strong and powerful. Lord, I just thank you for that impartation. Lord, let your anointing just come right now. The touch of heaven. That's it. That's it. That's it. I want you to begin breathing in like Lord breathing in an atmosphere right now. Like, for example, you're just taking it. That 
the Spirit of heaven. You're breathing new air. Holy Ghost, I just thank you, Lord, for the power of your Spirit just coming upon you. Holy Ghost. Father, I just thank you for your touch, your strength, your insight, your wisdom. Holy Ghost, right now. Yeah. You know, I just see a fresh impartation of God coming to you. I see a new experience of God coming to you. Like you've not had before, but it's going to touch a particular dimension of your life. It's actually going to change you. You're going to find yourself standing in a place where you, you just feel at peace. You just feel comfortable. You feel like you and God have got this thing. You're not going to find yourself trying to get through certain things, you're just going to find yourself having this incredible sense of it's you and God. It's just you and God. And that He's leading you. He's guiding you. He's empowering you. He's equipping you. He's enabling you. His touch is on your life. Father, I just thank you for that supernatural anointing. Yeah. There's a revelation of God coming to you in a particular area going to be significant to your life. Right there, Holy Spirit, just touch you right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's the, that's the power of God coming to you. Right now. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Yeah. That's the God. More. 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 More of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. More of you. More of you. You're going to see Him like you've never seen him before in relationship to you it's going to change you Holy Ghost Holy Ghost right there Holy Spirit Father touch Phoebe right now let the power of God just come yeah you know how to connect Phoebe you know how to put yourself in that place where you can just feel his presence washing over you and I just feel God saying you just keep putting yourself in that place you just keep absorbing it. You keep absorbing it. You know, this is a thought that I have, Phoebe. This may sound strange, but you'll get it. It's like when people go to a barbecue, standing by the fire. You go away from there, and everyone knows you've been to the barbecue. Well, I see you basking in the presence of God. And you feel it washing over you. You walk away, and you think there's no difference, but I'm going to tell you. People are going to know that you've been standing in the very presence of God Himself. Amen. It's just going to be it's just like an atmosphere. It's just over you. Right? It's just going to be it's just going to be in the way you walk, talk, smile, all that sort of stuff. It's just going to be. It's not anything you're going to have to try and force you. You're just it's like you're just floating along. Amen. Father, let the power of God just come and touch you. Make it so real in Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and it was a great encouragement to you. For more information about C3 Newcastle City, visit our website, www.c3nc.org.